AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion. Who talks talk, back. Talk, 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 talk. All right, y'all. So listen, this is a new. <laughs> I just show AJ my tips, y'all. I'm sick y'all. of her. Like she be sexually harassing me. <laughs> I'm sick of Tam. Like she really be literally sexually harassing me. Like we recording on this Riverside platform. This bitch on camera, she just flashed me and I just feel violated a little bit sometimes. You feel violated? Like this much. Like Look. Like, like this titties. much. Those some nice titties, bitch, but I don't like titties. <laughs> the fuck? I don't, like, don't like, like I don't like titties on men or women. <laughs> and I like, I definitely like hips on men. Oh, uh, I seen this uh, guy the other day. He was so hippie. I was like, damn, man. Baby bearing hips. <laughs> yeah. You your mama, son. <laughs> Look like he... Y'all, it's Tam Bam. <laughs> Look, and it's AJ, and we are back with a new episode of We Talk Back, and we got some fun shit today. Yes, we do. We got the Puerto Rican princess. Hey. The Puerto Rican pimps. Yes, Jocelyn Hernandez stepped into the studio where We Talk Back. And we know looking amazing. Yeah, I know. I'm she looks so look, good. I gotta get my whole life together because I can't deal. I can't deal. I was so upset after we uh we hung up with her. I just went and said, fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna eat this motherfucking cake and call it a day. <laughs> it's over for this summer. <laughs> it ain't never over, girl. It ain't never over. No, I'm joking, cause on May first, hold on. What's today? 
Damn. So on, not today when you're hearing this, but in two days, I need you to start doing your squats. We're doing the squat challenge, 100 squats a day, ladies. Y'all been in the DM saying that y'all down. I want to see them asses, okay? <laughs> and not just because I like them. But because I want you to look good. Y'all, please make sure y'all charge uh, Tam for y'all for these pictures because this bitch enjoys this type of shit, all right? So she <laughs> <laughs> So she's do she wants to see the pictures for her pleasure. So make sure y'all send no, y'all not cash. Not just app. for my pleasure. <laughs> not just for pleasure. I also want us to like us to all look fine together. <laughs> we talk back baddies. <laughs> all right, so look, we want to get into this interview with Jocelyn. We're talking with Jocelyn about um, her new show, which is on the second season of Jocelyn's Cabaret. She has some lovely ladies on, a wild crew. There's some <laughs> lovely ones and some not so lovely bitches on there too. <laughs> <laughs> I love all them hoes. Now, my favorite too um, was the girl from South Carolina, um, Big Flex Lex. Big Flexi, oh, Lexi. Fe- big Lexi, Flexi, whichever it was, and then the Barbie chick. Just we want her on the show. Yes, and the Barbie chick because she was just like, oh, I've been in nicer places than this. Like, <laughs> now she's a real car hopper. <laughs> right. She said she get her money off the dresser, not the floor. Ooh. I hear that. So you say, but I'm which a- one would you prefer? I feel like dancing is less stress, right? And you get in shape. Your pussy ain't getting stretched out. I don't know if your pussy really can stretch out, but it's not getting usage. Usage, but chat. maybe she gets paid if she has like um, a constant set of clients. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe she grosses, you know, two hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know. I'd like to know the difference, <laughs> the pay scales amongst the right. two different uh, industries. <laughs> I know. Um, I knew a guy. He was a pimp in Las Vegas. And his girls only fucked Asian men that were in town from Asia. So, you know, they pussies wasn't getting stressed out like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, before we get in trouble, let's get into this motherfucking interview. Right. All right. All right. All right. My bad. My bad. Here comes Jocelyn, y'all. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. 
Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we have the Puerto Rican princess on today. Hey. Yes, ma'am. But after watching season two, episode one, we need to start calling you the Puerto Rican queen, baby. Or the Puerto Rican <laughs> pimp. I don't know. Which one? No, I'm not a pimp. I'm not a pimp. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I just felt like it was just super dope to be able to put cameras around me filming the actual cabaret. And it was, I mean, you know, the ladies wanted to dance in the cabaret with me. They wanted to join the cabaret and, you know, it was a competition. Right. So exactly what's the premise of the whole show? Cause we understand. So are you planning to take this on tour, the show? So, so we had a performance and we had the first ever performance in Atlanta and it was crazy. Everybody came out to see us. It was a line around the corner. The performance went great, but you know, outside of all the nonsense that went behind you know, behind closed doors with the ladies, the performance went great. So yeah, my whole thing was to always take Jocelyn's cabaret to Vegas, like a showgirl show. That was been my whole thing since the, uh, since I came out with that with the idea of doing Jocelyn's cabaret. Mm -hmm. So what better to do putting the show together and the performance together than have cameras there? You know, it's gonna go mayhem, especially when the ladies are actually trying to compete to be on the show, because a lot of the ladies really understood. Uh, what I was doing with the cabaret as far as like going to Vegas and having the show and, you know, making it huge and bigger than life. So a lot of the ladies from Atlanta, they understood that. So it wasn't great. So there's one, there's one winner. So basically there's one winner from each, it's, it's one, from each it's a group. season. It, it was okay. So four ladies joined me to dance, to perform at the end of the cabaret. And one of the ladies, she won the grand prize wow. and she also performed. Okay. So it was $10,000. The first, the lady that won, she won $10,000. She actually got to perform. And the performance was great. I mean, I was shocked that they actually did that good. And the people enjoyed it and clapped, standing ovation. I was like, okay, shit, this is what's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I was, I was shocked. But, but then again, I wasn't because they actually uh, rehearsed every night. Mm -hmm. Every single day they rehearsed at the house. Um, and they did great. Mm -hmm. They did great. And you know, a lot of these ladies, they got their own issues and their own problems. So right. they put everything aside and they did what they had to do. To do. Right. You got a music career. You got a popping ass TV show. You're a wife and a mother. How do you juggle all of that successfully? Like, how are you doing? I'm, I'm not married yet because I was going to get married, but the COVID mm -hmm. kind of got in the way, but I'm still engaged. Okay. Um, And, you know, be, being a mother and 
working and doing everything at one time, it gets really hard. Right. But it's all about having a schedule and a calendar and kind of like, it's like, you got to make it go, make the world go around. Like everybody wake up in, every morning and we all hustling and working and running here and running there. Uh, I, I think I do it pretty well. Cause I have, you know, I might be late a couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I, might be, I might be late a couple of girl. minutes, but, uh, and then, you know, Bonnie's four, she just turned four. So it's a little bit easier to right. take her to school. She's been going to the same school for a while. Right. Um, you know, go back, go to the studio, record or film something. I'm just, I just go do it and come back on, do it and come back on. Right. So I kind of work it out like that. I was watching season one and I know your fiance said he want to get married in outer space. Do you feel like that's like him buying time or he really want to have a celestial wedding? Like he's serious. He would love to go get married up there. Wow. He's How about you? Serious. Me? I mean, I would probably like, I don't know if I would want to go to space. It would be cool. But then I, a lot of people won't be able to come and join the wedding and see the wedding. So, you know, I don't know if I would just want to go get married up there just because he wants to, but wants to, but I think it's a cool thing to do and it, and it's doable. Right. You know, cause you, you can go to space now. Exactly. Elon Musk doing it. If he can, yeah. do, it, we can do it. You you can go to space now, so like you can do it. But um, no, I don't think he's buying time. He's a sweet guy, and why wouldn't you want to marry me like yesterday? Right? Why right. wouldn't? Listen, so I know right? um, <laughs> you guys made it through the pandemic. So we watched you on uh, Marriage Bootcamp. Do you think that? And I guess that was recorded 2019 and aired 2020. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that you know the? Um, the therapy you guys received in marriage boot camp um, attributed to your relationship success now, because a lot of people are getting divorced and breaking up during quarantine. Child, you get to really know who you with. Well, definitely learn. We definitely learned each other during quarantine, but we also, I guess, we also grew, and because I think like you know, waking up with a person every day and seeing the same face every day or dealing with the same things every day, kind of like it's like really, but. I embraced it and I think us embracing each other. So I actually think I learned a lot from the book camp. That was a good question. I had to think about it, but I actually learned a lot. Yeah. I, and I think it helped us stay together. But I think like people that want to stay together during quarantine or not, I think they should want to stay together. And, I, you know, I think me yeah, and my fiance, we do a lot of talking and a lot of planning. I think when you talk a lot and plan a lot, you're always going to get you where Too you want to be. expectations. Yeah. Expectations, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I recognize a change in you as a woman. You know, I don't know if anybody else does, but I can see like a change in Jocelyn. I kind of, um, I can tell that your man is not somebody you could just play with. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you know, our, our podcast is, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, our podcast is We Talk Back and I know you are the type of woman that talks back. So, but I also saw you submit a little bit on marriage boot camp. Was that hard? Did it come natural? You trust the man that you're with? Well, yeah, definitely trust realistic. And um, no, I mean, sometimes you got to give in. You got to like let the man be a man and then you have to be a lady. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got to know where to do things at, you know, and when to do things. So definitely in a relationship, you got it. It's a give and a take. So you have to like, 
you know, if sometimes your man is upset and he's just like, let it go, you just got to let it go. And sometimes when you don't feel like you should let it go, you shouldn't let it go. So it's all about the feeling on how you feel at that moment mm-hmm. to, uh, to, deal with, to deal with your man or your relationship, you know, to submit or to talk back or whatever the case may be. I think it's just like how you feel at that moment because I'm not going to be quiet every single time. Right. You know? Men love I'm, women who shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think so. I think they do. But I think they love more than ones that talk. Yes, they want boundaries. Men want boundaries just they like do. children. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think like really the ladies that get the most love is the ones that, you know, they don't really care. They got their own stuff going. They're not thinking about no men. And they're like, listen, this is what we're going to do. Right. And you'll get to see him on um, this episode. You'll get to see him in every episode on Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. He was there the whole time. He helped me through everything. He made the music for the cabaret. And um, yeah, he was staying in the house with us. He helped us out a lot. So you'll get to see a lot more ballistic. I got a question about that. So on uh, the episode one of season two, you said, don't be trying to come in the house and suck my nigga dick. You said that right off the gate. How did you feel comfortable having your man in the house with so many women who have a profession where they are seducing men? Like, I mean, how did... I mean, because I trust him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't thinking about them. I was, you know, it's about him. Like, do you trust him? You know, I'm not saying I don't trust the ladies, but I don't know the ladies like that, you right. know, but I know him. And I didn't think he would do anything to hurt me, especially when it comes down to me uh, doing, you know, for him, like, He's, you know, he's a beautiful man. He's had many beautiful women. He's not like a thirsty man mm-hmm. that would just do that, you know? So I think that if somebody would have tried to suck his dick, it would have been like, babe, yo, come get her. You know what I mean? I would definitely feel like he would have called me and he would have let me know what was happening. He wasn't just right. going to get lettuce. Right. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> right. All right. So, so question, you had like a falling out with Daisy and Chastity in season one. And y'all seem like y'all was pretty cool at one point. And then y'all made up in the season finale. Y'all squash y'all beef. Will we see them in season two at all? Or are they, they completely out of the picture? Like, are y'all cool now or nah? Actually, they not in season two. The only person that's on season two from season one is two ladies. It's uh, Sapphire and Lucky. Mm-hmm. So they came back and... Um, I mean, I haven't seen Daisy. I haven't seen none of the, the other ladies from season one. I don't know what they're doing. But uh, Lucky definitely came back. And Lucky was a big part of Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. She really stepped her game up. And she really came to play. She really came to win. She really came to handle her business. And uh, you'll get to see a lot of Lucky this season. She was really she's like... She's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's one of my favorites, too. She, she surprised me. Mm-hmm. Like how she came back this season. Because like last season, she was a little scared. It was a little different. Now she came and she she put she's down. A strong contender. Strong she's contender. very she's very strong. And I was like, damn, you shocked me. I didn't know you was gonna come back doing all of that, right? But <laughs> I feel like I just feel like she was like, man, they, I'm not gonna let nobody punk me. Right, right. So she's I just your really bottom bitch like, now, right? She's the cabaret captain. Let her tell it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's definitely the cabaret captain. But she is the bout, the bottom bitch. Lucky so what's really the bottom bitch me. term? What is what is what exactly the bottom bitch? The bottom, the bottom bitch? bitch is really just the bitch that handles when you like when I'm when I'm doing some of this stuff and I can't handle the cabaret ladies, she gonna come through and make sure everything runs smoothly. 
the Barbie girl said she was the bottom bitch on the first episode. She decided she was the bottom bitch for you. And her and Lucky seem to have like some friction. Does that go on throughout the season? Barbie, Barbie and I was really cool and we're still cool. You know, I just seen them at the at the viewing of the show. Barbie is actually cool. She we, we were really cool. We was hanging out a lot. And I put her in one of my videos, which is the soundtrack for Jasmine's Cabaret Atlanta, which is Live Your Best Life. She was on the video. You know, she just, you know, she is on the video, actually. She just felt like, I guess, because I put her on the video and then we was hanging out before we started filming Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta. I think that she felt like she was going to get like special treatments mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. You could tell that. And I just feel like, you know, it was one of those things that threw her kind of off. Mm-hmm. But she's saying that I wasn't showing her any special treatments, you know? It's a competition. Right. Everybody's got to do everybody. They, we got to compete, right? You got to compete to be in the cabaret. So that's just what I feel. But I, I, I honestly, I love Barbie and, and Lucky. I mm-hmm. fuck with Barbie. I fuck with Lucky too. Right. I fuck with Barbie. So Barbie is like funny for me. She's super funny to me. Like just a little one little liner, she says. It's kind of ditzy, but it's real fun. And I like Big Lex just because she's from South Carolina. We're originally from South Carolina as well. Uh, big, was it Big Flex Lex or Big Lex Flex or whatever? <laughs> I like her too. And she's like a trouble starter, right? In the house. Is she that way the whole show? I mean, I really don't feel like any of the girls were troublemakers. I just feel like just being in the house with 10 ladies was hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what made them argue or fight. I really feel like everybody was cool. I, I feel like everybody was nice. I feel like everybody was, you know, they, it was a lot of fights. Like episode two is like three fights. How long literally. were you guys in the house? We stayed in the house for 15 days. Oh, okay. Okay. So I just, I don't really feel like nobody was a troublemaker. I just feel like everybody just had something slick to say to each other mm-hmm. to get they to the point of the performance. They was like right. real petty with their, what they were saying to each other. They were funny. You know, when you when you put a bunch of pussies in the house, this is what's going to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? You put a bunch of pussies in the house, you know, half of the bitches were bleeding throughout the whole goddamn season. Everybody period probably linked up. At the same time. You know what I'm saying? They clicked up so quick. So it was one of those things where like, of course, that aroused the problems and the energy in the house to make everybody feel how they felt. But outside of that, I think everybody's fucking awesome. I thought everybody was great. I thought everybody went there for the cabaret and everybody wanted to perform in the cabaret or win the money or, you know, get something out of it. So I just felt like the ladies were great. I felt like they, they, you know, they got on my nerve a lot because they just, at the beginning of the the first week, it was nonstop fighting. Mm -hmm. So that I had to like work, work through that. And then I was sleeping in the same house with them at nighttime. So it's like, you know, I had to make sure my door was locked every night. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. All right. Watching the show, I thought it was going to be like Bad Girls Club with strippers. But I noticed that you do like a lot of mentoring of these ladies. Like you're speaking life into these women who are going through hardships. There was a young lady on season one that uh, with the glasses. I can't remember what her name was. And yeah. she had lost her mother and things yeah. like that. Do you keep in contact with these ladies or like, yeah, they got my number. Mentor? They be calling me. They got my number. They text me, you know mm-hmm. I mean? Like we can link up every, every time I did that with Justin Discovery Atlanta too. Like one of the young ladies on the first season, she wanted to commit suicide. And I was like, hold up. 
Right, no. I saw that. You're definitely a mentor for these ladies. I'm like, no, nah, that's not what we're doing. I feel like a lot of the ladies that went to the cabaret or a lot of ladies outside of the cabaret, you know, their mothers wasn't there for them. Mm-hmm. And when your mother's not there for them teaching you and showing you the way, it's like, you just don't know. You just don't get it. You know, right. and for me, I, I, have to, I feel like I have to step in. I feel like I have to say, like, this is not how you should do it, you know? And, um, you know, life is difficult. But the worst thing that you could do is kill yourself. Right. That's right. not a way to walk around or wake up every morning. Those thoughts just really got to be clear from your mind. You should want to fight every day to, like, live a better life. Absolutely. Every day you should mm-hmm. want to wake up to be a better person of yourself. So the, a better person that you was last night. Mm-hmm. And I try to teach them. To, I, I try to teach them that. Not just them. I try to teach everybody that. That's just easy. Like be the best version of you. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You got to have self-responsibility. You know, you got to have self-responsibility. Matter, doesn't matter how you were, how you were raised or your life experiences. You use them to make yourself stronger. And you have to have self-responsibility and accountability accountability a lot of people don't have it everybody wants to blame everything on everybody and you shouldn't you shouldn't blame none on nobody especially your parents like your parents trying their best usually your your parents you know they they try or they suffering trauma of their own that they're trying to survive you know and you know you know coming from me like i came from the slums of puerto rico it was definitely a traumatic place to come from and so nobody has an excuse like you know if you can get past that you can get past anything absolutely you know and be strong and and survive out here because it's all about surviving out here because we all like we all have our own little problems in our minds right that we and all I have see, that's probably problem. why you identify so much with the underdog because on uh last season to daisy and chastity they weren't as put together or the light-skinned bitches in miami and you celebrated them more i felt like is that why because of your upbringing and what you remember as growing up in the slums of Puerto Rico? I, I, you know, I don't like fake people and I don't like bitches that be trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Like you don't gotta do all, see when you do things um, and they're sincere, I'm gonna support you. But when you do things and you're not sincere, you're like a fake bitch and you're just doing it just cause you think you can and this is- show. Yeah, like when you do when you do too much and it's not really sincere, it's like I'm not gonna really feel you. I'm not gonna feel you, cause I know where I come from, mm-hmm. and I know how it's supposed to go. Right. You know, and so you, I'm, I'm gonna always support the ladies that need my support. If you think you got it and you don't need my support, I'm gonna let you do you. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> go, go right on ahead. Ahead. I like sweet ladies. If you're not sweet, I ain't fucking with you. I'm gonna let you go out there and do your own thing. You got it. So what do you think about the dumb homicide comment? I know that's a big That's where I was about to go next. (laughs) Trending on social media right now. I mean, I don't want to get in depth because we're all grown women. We've all been through things, you know, and it's a woman's choice at the end of the day. Me personally, I don't believe in struggling. You know, if, if if that's a hard, tough decision you needed to make at that time and that was best for you, I don't think women should not have that, um, that the right to take care of it in a safe way, you know? I don't, I don't really, I mean, I didn't really pay you know, too much attention to the double homicide. I didn't, I didn't understand why people thought it was so funny. Right. But then right. again, you can't maybe, you, people can laugh at whatever they want to laugh at. So you can't be like, okay. Uh, but I feel like, hmm, 
I feel like everybody has a right to do what they want with their bodies. And I also feel like everybody has a right to say what they want out of their mouth. My prayer for Aqua is that she heals from the abortions and everything that she's going through or went through. Because uh, she's, I, I don't know why Aqua goes through so much as a woman. And I think she's beautiful. I think she's a tall stallion, but I don't know. I think just her beauty, her mind got to catch up to her beauty. Yeah, a lot of women just don't know that. And I feel like a lot of things that we do, a lot of the different men that we date is just literally based off our self-esteem. So if you- It's gotta be, because there's no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. So she may, you know, she just has to probably work through that. Maybe some therapy or something. I hope she's good now. Because I know- She went through sure. a lot though. With that situation, she went through a lot. And I just, you know, it's not a funny laughing matter. It wasn't a laughing matter. It, it, I, I, me, I didn't think it was funny. But mm-hmm. it made for good content for your show, though, honestly. It really did. I mean, you know, it was just one of those things that I needed to talk about. And then we'll talk about it more throughout the whole uh, season, which will be on air for three and a half months. We'll talk about it for the whole season because you, because you see, we'll talk to therapists and we do a lot of talking about everything that happened. So I think that the girls are going to heal from it. It's going to be a cool, cool season to watch. I mean, you got to have popcorn. You got to have a cocktail. It's like a movie. How much are you involved in the production of the show? Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, own, I own the show and I'm executive producer. Hey, and I, I'm, the cre- talk about ownership. I'm the creator. I'm the creator of the show. I'm executive producer. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm involved. I'm, put it this way. Nothing goes out on the side of it. Boss lady. Are you going to give us as much music in season two as in season one? You know what? I didn't really get to work on a lot of music on season one. Just because I was so focused on getting the cabaret itself mm-hmm. off the ground. But season two, like I have three singles. I have like four or five singles out right now. We got Finger Fuck a Check. We got Slay. We got Live Your Best Life, which is the soundtrack for uh, Justin's Cabaret Atlanta. We got Que Rico, which I, we performed it. Uh, we performed at the cabaret. So I got like four singles out right now. So this season, you'll get to hear a lot, a lot more. Hold on. Before we get into anything else, let's pay some bills real quick. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? their year these are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood you've waited all season for this it's time to take it to the next level don't miss one minute of the action tune into the nba playoffs on espn and abc you know a spot but not just a spot the spot actually with the 2023 nissan frontier you know a bunch of them But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. 
Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We have a segment called Dumb Bitch Story. So we are going to read a story that a woman sends us about some shit that happened to them where they got played by a nigga or something like that. And we're going to discuss it. And I want to hear your thoughts on her story. And then I want to know if you got a dumb bitch story to tell us. Okay. 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 So Ashley, do you have it? I send it to you. Dumb bitch story. You are so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. Y'all did a dumb bitch story. Y'all play. <laughs> well, we yeah. ask people to send stuff in. We ask people to send stuff in so then we can give them advice. Okay. And I mean, we kind of give good, bad advice a lot of times. Our bad, bad advice. What do you mean good, bad? Not not bad, but I mean, um, we try to give good advice, but you know, sometimes well, the, the way we may know? interpret a situation, it might be bad. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I'm a 42 year old and my fiance and I have been together for 12 years. He is the father of my two sons. Recently, he proposed. He said he was ready to get married. He told me that he's never been in love like this with any other woman. We were in sheer bliss until a month later. After he asked me to marry him, a woman called me and told me that she's been dealing with my fiance for six years. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. When I confronted him, he confessed and apologized. He told me that at the time he started the affair, he was feeling low and he was having some issues with himself, within himself. I forgave him. Then two months later, I found out about the other woman that he has been dealing with for many years as well. I had no idea about his side relationships. He has always suggested couples therapy. Okay. Um, I don't really know who this guy is anymore. I'm trying to make it work, but it's painful. And so hard, and it's so hard to work past the betrayal, lies and deceit. What do you think I should do? Should I leave that? Should I believe? Excuse me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> should I believe that he's he's a changed man and marry him? Because I am happy. Wow. Bitch, if you happy, <laughs> I say if you happy, stay, bitch, because it's hard to find happiness out here. If you happy, stay. Stay and stay. try to make it work. If try to make it work. If you happy, the last thing she said is, I am happy. Happiness is what we all strive for, right? That's the end no, goal to be that. happy. The difference between her and some of the other ladies is that she found out. Right. I'm sure she's not the only one that that's being done to. Right. Exactly. Many but of she just found out. Right. Because mm-hmm. probably the, the other lady heard about the, uh, the proposal. The proposal. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. So I couldn't stay with that nigga, though. You wouldn't? <laughs> I probably couldn't stay. It depends. It depends. If it's a lot of money involved, 
Like if we have a lot of therapy, if we have a lot of businesses together and stuff like that, right? I'm gonna just keep the flow going the way it was going. Right. So would you? So if y'all wasn't getting no money together and you getting your money and he getting his, you would leave. But she said she happy though. Like, well, how could she be happy though? Pussy uh, outside pussy is not a deal breaker for me. It's not. It's not. Cheating is not a deal breaker. (laughs) <laughs> cheating is not a deal breaker for me it's just about how you do it you a bad bitch you is a deal breaker for you completely i mean i wouldn't no, i'm not saying it's okay don't get me wrong i'm not saying like oh go get outside pussy and, and then come on home but that's not a reason for me to dissolve my ha- complete happiness honestly yeah because you would literally be dissolving everything that you work for just because of a piece of fucking ass Right. And then a woman who's been on the side for years and now you mad because he's now marrying me is why you reached out to me. Because you, you wouldn't have never told me. Because you would have never told me. Right. Exactly. You were quiet until, you know, he wanted to marry me. For so six years, is, you was quiet. Exactly. So that's a I long time. I, me personally, like, if I felt like I'm going to bring up this bitch in every argument, you should probably leave. Because if you're over it, Stay over it and don't be bringing the past up every time y'all get into some shit. I just don't see how she'll even, she'll be able to do that. Like, cause I know how I am. I would be, and then like, let's just say I go fuck on fuck somebody. I'm gonna be deflecting like a motherfucker. I'm gonna be like, oh well, you had a whole bitch for six years, <laughs> and that would be your. So you should just leave because it's gonna become toxic. I believe. I know it's gonna become toxic. The best That's thing it. to do is separate. Yes, separate. It's it's so hard to find happy with somebody though. It's so hard to come by that word. Like really truly happy. If she's truly happy, I say work at it, sis, because it's hard out here. But well, how you know he's not gonna do it again? That's the question. Exactly. Right. But you get out here, let's say you person. leave him. But he makes now you with somebody. This nigga made now you with somebody who got a gambling problem and stealing from you and shit. Like you just gotta pick your battles. What's which was gonna be worse? You know, you like me. I like to pick my battles too. I be on the same shit. Right. <laughs> I be on picking the battles. Like you got to pick and choose which one you going like. Like you can't just bark right. at I everything. Just, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's how yeah. I feel about that situation. Like if you happy, make it. Try to make it work. Don't just walk out on it. Happiness is so hard to fucking come by. Very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now our last segment before we go um, is ask a black friend. Talk, 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 talk to him. So this is where we have non-black people ask us a question about anything pertaining to black people. Okay. So this one is from a dude named Brandon. It says, hello, my name is Brandon. I'm a 23 year old white male. I grew up in the hood with mostly black people. I never treated blacks differently than myself and they didn't treat me different from them. I feel like a N word with an A, not the ER at the end, LOL. When I'm with my homies, I use the N word and it's all love. My question for y'all is if I have lived the culture, why can't I say it openly? Thanks, Brandon, a real nigga at heart. <laughs> why can't, can he say it openly, Jocelyn? How you feel about that? That's, okay, a, so- that's a sensitive word for people. Mm-hmm. And I guess if your skin color is not black, uh, then I don't know because it's a sensitive thing. If a white person call me a nigga, I'm gonna be mad. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure. I just honestly, I feel like if you're white, you shouldn't say it because you're just not that color. 
So it's not your culture. You didn't grow up being like, what up, nigga? What up? What up? You know what I'm saying? It's not what you grew up but doing. He's saying he did grow up that he way. He said so he did grow up like that. That's what so, he's saying. So, he said. But he I didn't grow up like that because he white. No, he did. So he, I guess they gave him a black card because he grew up in the hood. So he was able to say that. And he feels like a real nigga himself. My thing is, is that to me, black is a culture. It's not necessarily a nation of people. So if the culture is black, he grew up in the black culture. He then to him mentally, he may identify as a, as black, a black person. person. He'll never actually have the actual experience that a black person has. So, I mean, he could say that shit in his hood. That's what I'm but saying, Brandon. They ain't going to hood with that shit. They're going to be. You come cats. outside your neighborhood, you might get your ass beat, Brandon, and that's that's just the gist of it. You might get <laughs> fucked up out here if you come outside of your neighborhood with your friends talking about what's up, my nigga. Like, I'm it's not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the first one to be like, who the to? fuck is he talking to? <laughs> he better not say like, that shit around me. No matter your struggle, no matter where you grew up, no matter how many black friends you have, you just we don't can't care about say that. nigga. We don't care about you that. just can't. We don't care about that. We can't. We can't. <laughs> we, we're not going to take that. Right. That's not, that's not what's going to happen. No. It's not going to no. play. No, it's not we're gonna not going to go for that. It's not cool. No. But you, no. you can try it, Brandon, if you want to. I just <laughs> don't know how well it's going to work in your favor. Good sure. luck with that, boo-boo. Next I know going to see him writing his shit. Bust his shit, split his wig, Brandon. Relax. But maybe, why? maybe if he's saying kind of cool, like, what's up, nigga? Like, no, why you, know you want to say it anyway, though? Like, why? Definitely, you know? definitely don't say, what's up, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't say that. Right. <laughs> what's up, my nigga? <laughs> don't say none of them. Just stay away from that, for real. It's just not yours to have. Oh, you know, why you would just be feeling so entitled, child? They just want to say it so bad. Like, they just want like, us to accept them saying it so bad. Just relax. There's other words you can use out here. So many other ones. Right. Jeez. Like, you we just never going to be a nigga, no, no matter how hard you try. No. All right, last question. I know we got to wrap up. Yes, I got to get out of here. Look, before the last question, I want to tell everybody to go and follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. My Instagram is Jocelyn. My Twitter is Miss Jocelyn and my Facebook is Jocelyn Hernandez. And just press the link so you can catch Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta every night on Sunday at 8 p.m. That's how you're going to see Jocelyn's Cabaret Atlanta, which is popping. We got a new episode this week on Seuss Network. Shout out to Seuss Network. We ain't even giving no, give no shout out to the network. Shout out, Seuss. <laughs> shout them out. Yeah, Seuss Network. All right, last question. Okay. How the fuck? Do you keep your body so motherfucking tight, Jocelyn? Tell the girls what we need to do. You need to do hot yoga. Hot yoga. That's what I do. See, my tracks won't allow that shit. Yeah. you so fucking fine. I don't know what they're working with, Jocelyn. I say, okay, maybe <laughs> I should go to hot yoga for sure. Hot yoga, baby. Hot yoga, baby. Kick it with the president. <laughs> 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 Gotta get out of here, ladies. I love you right. so much. Thank you for having me on your amazing podcast. Thank you for coming podcast. on and talking thank to us today. Us. Come thank back and see us, okay? Yes, thank you for having me on your amazing podcast. I'll be back whenever you want to have another conversation. We'll probably jump back on before we finish. Before the, the season finishes, we'll come back on and talk some more. Let's All do right, it. Come back. Okay, right, thank you. Bye. 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 I really enjoyed talking to Jocelyn. That bitch is bad. You hear me? 
That's a one bad bitch right there, boy. Yes. I can't lie. So Jocelyn says she does hot yoga for the body. Are we doing that this summer? Groupon. All right, here's the thing. I can't just be here's only vi- buying vibrators off Groupon. I've been doing quick weaves lately. <laughs> I'm going to have to switch it up then if I'm going to do hot yoga because my track's going to come out, man. I can't do hot nothing right now. You better now. get some full locks or something. A nice protective style. I don't know. Style. All right, ladies. Question. Do y'all feel sexy with your faux locks and braids? I feel like I feel cute with them, but when I try to sexy it up, I just be having trouble feeling sexy with it. Is this is that weird? Is it just me? They had a whole post on that. Bitch, you don't never wear no braids. I had braids huh? one time last year for the first time in years, but I haven't had braids since then. Me neither. Mm-hmm. I love Jocelyn. She's so authentic and always herself. You ain't got to worry about her putting on the front for nobody. Absolutely. Absolutely not. The Puerto Rican princess. She's definitely a baddie who talks back, you know? Yep. For sure. And she's very authentic, I think. Um, you know, she was saying how she can't deal with, with fake-ass people. I feel her with that shit. I always mm-hmm. have to be myself. I feel uncomfortable trying to conform, assimilate. conform, assimilate for other motherfuckers. So, yeah, it's a real-life freeing. This is freedom to me. So, people... I don't even know how to be anybody but myself. Right. This is, yeah, because you do here for a living. But, you know, coming from the corporate world, like, sometimes you got to code switch and be somebody else. But I, I never was work. like I that. Would, I wouldn't make it. Look, any job I ever had, when I would come in the office, they'd be like, oh, here comes trouble. Your motherfucking rights. <laughs> <laughs> always been trouble. Always been a problem. I'm not problematic, though. But anyway, I really enjoyed our conversation with um, Jocelyn. I do appreciate her for pulling up on We Talk yeah, Back. You got to come back, man. Yes. At the end of the season, we want her back for sure. Yes. I'm happy that she has the show and she's completely hands-on with it. She owns it. Hooray. So keep getting your bag, Jocelyn. Yes. Keep getting your bag, girl. Yes. I love to see it. And I love to see her in a nice, good relationship. It seems nice. It seems good. She found someone that she's compatible with. Right. And she submits to. Yeah, because he don't play that shit. He don't look like he plays that shit. And look, I'd be scared of him for her on that marriage uh, marriage boot camp. <laughs> not really scared, but you know, like, you got to compromise. Like, you're not going to be able to just be wilding out the whole, your whole life. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to calm down. So I see that in her. So I think that her, her relationship has a problem. I never calm it down. Girl, you ain't even crunk now. Shut up. You don't be doing shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you're a regular ass. Girl, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't be doing shit. <laughs> I'm going to have a hot girl summer. God damn it. Girl. Last summer was cold as fuck. I didn't go nowhere. <laughs> no. And summer 19, I was like, oh, I don't want to do nothing. And in summer 20, I couldn't do shit. Summer 21, it, DM me. I'm pulling up. <laughs> hey, look, please send flight details when you, when you DM. <laughs> Don't no no it's no WYDs this summer, okay? No WYDs this summer. We ain't taking that what shit. What you doing? What's WYD? What you doing? Oh, what Just you some doing? basic ass what you doing text. No. That that text need to come with a whole plan if you trying to fuck on me this summer. And it's S U M M A this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Hot girl summer. Nah. Hot girl summer. Listen, I need it. Hot woman summer. Exactly. This is a warm, warm girl summer. No, it's hot for me, bitch. It's on and popping. 
So look, before we get out of here, do we have any uh, random sex facts for the day? I think I uh, might have one in the cut. If you pop your pussy more to the left side than the right <laughs> when you're having sex, like I'm making it up. <laughs> Today's random sex fact is brought to you by health.com. Um, and it's talking about, you know, how many thrusts or how many pumps does a sex uh, session usually consist of? So this says the average sex session goes from 100 to 500 thrusts. Article says, ever been in the middle of a booty session and thought, hmm, I wonder how many thrusts that was. Yeah, neither have we, but apparently someone has because researchers took the time to calculate that intercourse typically lasts 100 to 500 thrusts, according to a report in the journal Royal Society Open Science. So if that's how long sex lasts in thrust, how long does it go for in, well, minutes? A 2017 survey of 3,836 people conducted by the UK-based dating website SaucyDates.com found that couples in the United States stay in the game for about 17 minutes and 5 seconds. That's just intercourse, not foreplay. It might seem strange to time how long you last between the sheets, but hey, there's nothing wrong with wanting to see how you stack up. So you think that's about right? 17 minutes and 50 seconds? 100 to 500 thrusts? Depends on which nigga you talking about. Right, girl. 500 thrusts is a damn jackrabbit. <laughs> I don't like to get fuck off fast and stupid, do you? It depends. It off and on, right? On which nigga you talking about. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it just depends on what the experience is. What's the vibe? So if you feel like getting fucked, it would be like the jackrabbit. Then if you want something a mm-hmm. little bit more nice and sensual, some slower, longer thrust. Long yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like I can I like them all. Like all. <laughs> you want a combo? Yeah, combination. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd I'd like some combo penis. Combo penis mm-hmm. is nice. You know, wait for nice. my signal. Wait for me to tell you to beat that shit up. Like first start off slow, and I'd be like, man, beat it up or fuck this pussy. Yeah. Then you start doing jackrabbit. You be saying that fuck this. I can see you in there about fuck this. You don't say that. Nigga. I don't know what I say. You know what you be I saying. I, I be saying shit like. Oh, uh, you came to kill this pussy? Oh, God, you fucking Caucasian bitch. You came to kill this pussy? You came to kill this That's pussy? That's Caucasian? I didn't say this. Oh, your cock. Your cock is so big. You came to That's, kill I this like pussy? Cauc- <laughs> I don't feel like Caucasian girls say that. I feel like they say something about your cock. <laughs> <laughs> you came to kill this pussy? I don't say it like that. I guess. I don't, I don't know how I say it. What what else I I'm embarrassed. Look, right I know what else I be saying during <laughs> sex, girl. I hate. I'm don't you hate when a man, a guy mentions like how you were acting and things you said during sex? I get like so embarrassed. Like, <gasps> why are you even talking about that? I'm not even that person right it's now. Like, <laughs> it's like after you finish watching porn, you slam the computer down. Like, shut up. Yeah, oh, that's over. I'm a different person right now. That was that was <laughs> you know. That was AJ. Now I'm Ashley. Why? Why are you talking about AJ like that? Like she's not here right, right now. <laughs> uh, listen, this is your girl AJ. If you guys like this podcast, if you like our content, I want you to go on our YouTube channel and subscribe. I want you to follow us on We Talk Back Podcast on Instagram. Yep. And my personal Instagram is AJ Holiday 2.0. If you'd like to check me out, I don't got much shit on there, but hey. I'm 
on Instagram as at official Tambam. Y'all follow me. I do have shit on my page. I'm always posting all my shit. Well, on my story. So follow <laughs> me. Bitch, y'all. you got shit on your story. You don't have shit they can constantly see. Your shit disappears in 24 hours. The way I just the way I like it. Bitch. <laughs> Come look at the story. Phantom pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she got that phantom ass. She be showing y'all ass for like a little couple minutes. <laughs> right, and then takes it down. <laughs> All right, y'all. I, I'm shy. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Show me your cock. Get off my fucking cock. phone, bitch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus? You may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.